Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Wednesday Night Live. This is Ron Crawford coming to you from the Father's Church in Dallas, Texas. It's a wonderful privilege to reach out to my congregation here in Dallas and as well to those who are part of this congregation and also to our Saints Network family. You know, last Wednesday we had uh, the privilege of being engaged in our, our fall seminar and subsequently we had broadcasts throughout the day and into the evening and we were privileged to be able to enjoy that same format through the remainder of the week and I am so very grateful to the Lord for the privilege of being able to do that. You know, with the pandemic that our world has faced, we've all endured a great number of adjustments to our schedule. And one of the things that affected our Saints Network was our inability to meet twice a year here in Dallas as we had become accustomed to over the past couple of decades. And um, so it was, even though we, we had our seminars, they were largely virtual through this wonderful blessing of the website and the live streaming. But this was a real privilege to be able to gather together again. And even though we were bereft of on-site participation from our international network, it was, it was great to be able to be together again. And uh, I think one of the things that is a benefit of this type of challenge that came against us all was found in the appreciation of being able to be together. You know, I think we we've taken that for granted perhaps because it's been an ongoing blessing for us not only to gather here but the many opportunities that we have as saints to get together throughout our nation and throughout many nations in the world. Uh, when when that is limited or hindered in any way, you you truly recognize the value, the blessing and the miracle of what transpires during uh, a normal type of a gathering. So, this program today is about giving thanks, and we're going to do that because it's something that we should do, but we're also going to look at the scripture to determine some of the things that happen when we give thanks to the Lord. And why it isn't just 
being polite to God or being courteous to express as we were all told when our parents would say no did you tell them thank you uh, that that it's more than just uh, a rule of decent society it is a spiritual principle and we're going to explore that to an an initial degree today there's so many things that we could say about it from the scripture but we're we're just simply going to establish the principle and to exhort and encourage all of the saints to recognize how powerful giving thanks to the lord is and why it's why it's a part of the continuing expressions in the Word. So we're going to direct our attention to a passage of Scripture in 1 Chronicles chapter 16. This is the time when David and his people had successfully welcomed the Ark of the Covenant into Jerusalem. And immediately following placing the ark into the tent that David had constructed, really forming the first official depiction of the tabernacle of David. You find David rewarding the people, giving them each a piece of bread, a select piece of meat, and a flagon of wine. Flagon, that's a good word. We need to resurrect that. Would you mind bringing me a flagon of coffee, please? So David sets that up. And then in First Chronicles 16, verse 4, he appointed certain of the Levites to minister before the ark of the Lord and to record and to thank and to praise the Lord God of Israel. Further then in that chapter, David delivered the first psalm to Asaph, the first psalm of the, the tabernacle period. And it begins in verse 8 by saying, Give thanks unto Yahweh, call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. So, let's talk just for a moment about this progression to record, to thank, and to praise. To record here is simply to take note of, to collect the things that have happened. This is a, an integral factor of any measure of interpretation in God. You, you have to collect up what is there. And this usually takes the form of immediate, immediate measures of observation. Um, sometimes we as 
human minds, especially when it comes to the things of the Spirit, we forget that natural mind of ours, if we don't train it, it will jettison a lot of crucial factors of what actually happens when God does a thing. So we need to train ourselves to record, to collect those things. And then we thank. This is yada. It, it, um, it really means most of the times that yada is mentioned in Scripture, just practically all of them, it is an assessment of what God has done and it is an expression of the things that he has established and set forward. Now, I know that in the New Testament, thanksgiving also uh, is expressed by Eucharistia, which is, is a, an expression of grace and the purpose of God, um, the you being the, the divine perfection of purpose and our pursuit of that, and the charistia or the charis is an expression of grace, which is always reaching forward into the new horizon with God. So you combine the two and you say, what has God done? What is, what has been established? And we we assess that it is a it is a step forward in grace and from this vantage where do we go from here but we can't get ahead of ourselves you measure twice cut once you reflect on what god has done you you digest it you learn of it and then from that point you can get your bearing on where you're going. This is this is a principle that's applied in so many ways in Scripture. You know, just to touch on one, if you stand in the gap faithfully, obediently, and that parets, that sets the stage then for the breaker, the parats, to come. Believers want the, the breaker. They want to break through. But it's kind of like kids on Christmas morning opening up packages, tossing paper here and there, boxes flying. And the actual gift is so often laid to the side and you're breaking into new boxes. Um, we, we have a tendency as believers to want to keep breaking through, we don't really like standing that much. We don't like establishing that much. We just want the excitement, the romance of, of tunneling into a new space. The problem with that is, is very often it's not based on the, the lessons that God has established and therefore it's doomed to failure. Many times our vectors are off and we're tunneling into places that may seem good, but 
they're not ordained by God. It can also be that um, we're we're missing the timing, and um, God affords a time to everything, and He really wants the relationship. He wants the instruction and the appreciation. He wants the digesting of the meat before we just go hurtling forth into something that might be God's plan, but not in that moment. So thanks has a a great measure of, um, of benefit in not only developing our relationship with God, which is essential, that's what it's all about, God's more about the journey than any other thing with you. Uh, but but we also learn. We become established. We become strengthened. We get we develop patience. We we learn how to apply what God has brought before us. And this is all involved in a measure of thanks. Now yada is a, a verb it is it is active its noun form toda is often the the presentation of something toda the lifting of the hand but its its toda is part of yada and if we're really going to enunciate through the lifting of the hand or presenting of something it might be good for us to really understand what it is we're presenting. So yada can is translated regularly as confess. Sometimes it's translated as praise, but if you look at those times, the 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 English term praise is associated with remembrance or something that has been established. So the praise there is reflecting in true thanks form concerning what God has done. Uh, it, 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 the term yada is, um, is the shooting forth of arrows. We'll talk about that in a minute. It can be to teach. Uh, why arrows? If, if thanks is something that you're reflecting upon what God has done, what are the arrows for? Well, there the arrow is is in conjunction with what we as God's children are. We're being prepared for being launched forth from the bow of our Father to accomplish His purpose and will. So if you're going to be an arrow from God, you better you better recognize your role as a son. You better recognize that you are part of a cohesive plan. You better recognize that the the arrows are going to be shot forth, not just in some kind of a of a, of an undisciplined, immature thing like a kid that gets a bow and arrow, and they go out and just start shooting. You know, you can break windows and you can put out an eye with that. You know, you you've got to you got to recognize the uh, the mature 
aspect of this. So that's the arrow. That's the arrow factor here. But it, it's, it has to do with learning and teaching. You do and you teach. This is, you know, to do and to teach from act, the, the first part of Acts is, is real, really encompassed in the package of thanks. And so, thanksgiving and yada is truly a developmental thing. Yes, it's an expression of gratitude. Yes, it is an assessment of glorious things that God has done. We're not trying to rush ahead into a, a teaching framework here. But the best mode of teaching is to appreciate the fact that God has done great things and that we've been the recipient of it. We've been part of it. We observe it. We, we meticulously dote upon what he has provided. And through that then, we, we develop, we mature, we learn. We gain our perspective for, for what's coming. And this is all a part of what, what it means to be walking with God. So back to First Chronicles 16, verse 4. You, you collect, you record, you yada, and then you praise. Then you halal. Then you begin to look forward. You begin to shine, to boast in the Lord concerning what he reflects upon what he wants to do. Praise, praise in the halal looks forward. Praise waits in the dry and twisted place of Zion for someone in the timing of the Lord to be brought forward to a place where God has done great things, established, the people are reflecting, and then they can get a bearing on what does God want to do next? What is the dry place, the barren place that God wants to begin to pioneer and develop. And halal is, is that, that measure of, um, of looking forward into the new. So I'm, I'm grateful to God. I'm grateful, and I know you are, for the things that he has has done for us and we we traditionally on uh, we traditionally look forward on these Wednesdays of seminar uh, and and normally we would gather together as a congregation and have people stand up and testify the things that they uh, that they do 
uh, that they've experienced in the Lord. Um, today, we're, we're going to do it from, from a standpoint of some specific things that, that I particularly have observed. Now, I'll just reflect on what normally happens on Wednesday nights. A number of people will stand up and say, it's good for us all to be together. That's true. Many people will say, my favorite part was the worship. Uh, the singing and the, the, the dancing and the waving of banners and the musicians. Yes, that's true. Oh, my, my favorite part was being able to hear uh, words from this person or that person. Well, we enjoyed that. That's true. Uh, and, you know, it's just those are, those are good things that happen. Oh, I'm very grateful for the prophetic presbytery and the words that were given and that uh, words that I received. That's true. We, we give thanks to the Lord for all of those things. But I, I want to join with you today in this moment and truly express my gratitude that we were able to meet together again. I'm grateful for the covering of the Lord that, that we were walking in health, that we were walking in strength. I'm grateful that we saw people that had been attacked physically by sickness or various assignments of the en enemy, and here they were overcoming. I, I'm grateful for that. You know, in our nation, in the world, they try to tell us, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that, you, you, you've got to you dwell in a corner in fear because your morbidity is just showing all around you. And I appreciate the fact that we've got to be wise, but it was just really nice that we were all able to come together, nobody keeled over. Um, it's been a number of days now. Let's see, yeah, it's been a number of days since we met, and we haven't heard any word of anybody who has um, surrendered to the grave from being here. So I'm I'm very grateful for that. I'm thankful for the goodness of our Lord. Thankful that in His timing, we were able to meet together. And I'm thankful that as we praise him, we're looking forward to what, what's going to be available in, in this next year, in future. So that's a thanks that we can look to. Uh, and, and I'm so grateful for that. I'm also very thankful that we were able to utilize all of our new equipment the video, the audio, the capacities, and uh, that we were able to, thank God it all worked. Thank God we, we were able to learn to do things with this new stuff and that we're looking forward to the capacities that it affords for what we need to be doing in future. So I'm, I'm very thankful for that and I... I yada and I tada. <laughs> I, 
uh, I'm so grateful for for that. I'm also thankful for the the things that our saints demonstrated while they were here. Um, I'm I'm thankful, and I mentioned this. Our people showed a heightened measure of strength and maturity beyond what I'd remember. You know, it's I'm always grateful for the saints, but it's kind of like when you get together with a, a little kid that you haven't seen in a while, maybe one of your family members at a reunion, and what's what's the thing that said, my goodness, how you've grown. I said that a few times this time to the little ones that are here. But spiritually, this challenging time that we've endured in the getting together again has demonstrated that our our saints have been growing and have become strengthened. God has done incredible things in our people. And we we take note of that and we give thanks to God. I'm so thankful for the, the way God allowed us to explore the depth of his word in ways that were different, were new. You know, normally in our seminars, we come together and we reflect on the things that God has been giving us. The, the fresh revelation, the new things that we've, we've been able to apply and we, we do what David said there in, in First Chronicles. We record, then we present them, and then from that vantage point we look forward. We did some of that this time, but also God dropped some some new things in in the midst of the seminar, and we were able to develop fresh meat for everybody. I'm grateful for that. That's that's a that was a new thing for us, and it may be characteristic of what our seminars, our our gatherings. Our feast gatherings are going to be in future. You know, just about everything we do now is broadcast real time. Our saints are getting the the pneumaticos meat with an immediacy because of the equipment, the, the, the capacities God has given, that's great. And yeah, we we will continue to do that. We will also continue to work to present the vast library that God has been giving us of pneumaticos principles so that we can sew that into new theaters of operation for those that are that are coming along that those that God has called who take hold of the hem of the garment and say, we want to come with you. We want to, we want to learn how you halah in prayer. We, we want to immediately 
embrace and apply what it means to be a saint in our areas of the world. That's going to continue. But perhaps because of that, our feast gatherings as saints will evolve into fresh revelation right then. I'm, a, I'm game for that. That's the way we live here all the time. I'm, I'm, I love going into the high places in the Lord and to, to on the basis of the Word of God and on the basis of what we've been walking together to go into those new things. The challenge we have with that is, you know, this gathering was primarily saints who have been walking in the deeper things. The challenge we have is when we have a gathering and it's not limited by uh, restrictions, we get a lot of people who are new. They, they come, they don't, They've not sown. They've not paid the price. They're, they've not walked. And, and, you know, what the Bible speaks about strong meat and who it belongs to, they've not done those things. And so we're somewhat limited by what we can share and how we can move together. God may want to start putting together things. This was what he said to us about what... Uh, that last gathering that the Saints Network had in Oregon. He wanted us to have somewhat of a seminary approach where we could delve into the deeper things. The enemy sure attacked that, didn't he? But it's it's refreshing to be able to come together as saints and say, all right, God's called this time. We're coming from the perspective of who we are, how we're covered by him and the covering of his blood. We've been sowing in our field and we've been bringing forth a harvest and we want to see from this perspective where we're supposed to go forth in tabernacle identity. We may need to have more um, varied demonstrations of our gatherings because this was a gathering of saints. This, this, last, this recent one. And we knew who was here. We knew who had been laboring. And, you know, this, this wasn't new stuff to them. You know, they'd been walking diligently in the pneumaticus meat that God had been given. So I didn't have to come and say, hey, over the past six months, guess what? This is what God's had. Oh, I haven't had a chance to look at that. No, everybody was on. And because of that, we could go into deeper things right then that the Spirit was revealing. And my goodness, what did he share? And we're going to develop from that the prospect of being in the heart of God as he meditates in that Nacham atmosphere concerning what's going on in the world. That and what he's doing, what he wants to do, how restoration comes, and then how we process in the halah prayer. 
how we process those things that are really in the the valley of of embrace where we're on the cusp of a miracle this is what people are going to to want it's what zechariah says you know those people of the nations and it says 10 people and that's just a colloquialism it's not a literal 10 it was it was a it was an expression that meant volumes of people not just a few but volumes of people and and they come and they say we want to embrace what your identity is we want to touch grasp the kanaf of your garment because we recognize you're walking in maturity and twice in that passage in Zechariah it says we want to halah with you you know that's such an important thing because people that God is going to call aren't playing around they, they're not just blown about by every wind they're not coming because oh we hear you move with angels Oh, yeah, this is cool. What an experience. Well, you need to learn to stand. Oh, we don't want any of that. That's work. We can't tolerate that kind of stuff. God's looking for sons. He's not looking for dance partners. He's looking for people who will embrace their appointed destiny in him and who are serious about it. And, you know... Not, not just people that like the taste of the fruit, but really want to be not only productive, they want to see a framework of, of expression in their land, and then they want to envelop the hundredfold of developing the gates so that God can be welcomed, the righteous nation can come. This is what we must have, and that's that's what God began to speak to us about. And it was revelatory. And the presence of the Lord came. And, and, and with that, he gave fresh insight regarding tactics that the enemy is trying to instill in, in more um, carnal, carnally-minded religious gatherings. But this was a living, a, a vibrant moment-by-moment meeting with God. And I I give thanks to the Lord for that, and I I hope we can learn from that. And and I think right now, as I'm assessing, as I'm recording and giving thanks, I think that we're going to see some times where we have selective gatherings, not cultic even though cult is really means that you you gather together for a purpose in france that's what they call the churches you know it's it's a cult gathering we we look at it here as some kind of strange david koresh thing and it is twisted or jim jones we're we're based in the word of god (laughs) we're not doing some weird thing uh that's twisting the scripture but we, we probably need to say, hey, look, there's a holy convocation God is bringing and 
the saints who have been walking this pneumonicos framework, God's saying a, a group needs to come together and you need to probe into the deeper things of the Spirit to hear what He's saying. When's the next one? <laughs> we'll see. So I give thanks to the Lord for that. And I, I give I give thanks to the Lord for just the the assessment that he really loves us and we are we're growing in the privileged pathway of walking with our God. So I don't know what you particularly felt those of you who gathered or were virtual participants but you need to subjectively that means you before the lord not from a not from a limited viewpoint but you not just general things but you give thanks record what god has done give thanks and then look forward from that perspective to what the Spirit may say concerning what He's wanting to do next. You are His children. You are His sons. You are the ones that He is intending to partner with and utilize for His kingdom in the days to come. So, we have to see this progression. You record, you give thanks, and then you position yourself to look forward in to what's coming. You know, if you think about it, this is a this is a a depiction of what the spirit of sonship wants. That seventh day in the ways of God, where we come together, we reflect upon what God has done. We listen for the intricacies of what we experience that maybe we didn't sense or register fully at the time that it was being done. And we we share this time with God and we express to Him the wonders of His mighty acts. We thank Him for the way He shared, the way He guided, the way He led, the things that He's done. And then we look forward into the new day. We look forward into what is coming. That's that's partnership with his ways. That's that's partnership with the seven spirits of the Lord. And I'm I'm so grateful. And I'm I'm just so grateful. And so for you personally or for you as a a church and there were we're so grateful for our church 
families who were able to attend, for you as a prayer group or as an outpost, you, you need to reflect and you need to give thanks to the Lord because he's worthy of it because it's what he instructed us to do because you will benefit incredibly notice the 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 flow pattern i didn't put that first that's usually what's in it for me there's a lot in it for you but that's not our main goal but it has to be a goal so I speak blessing over each of you, whether this is uh, something you learn just in regard to the gathering of the saints or not. I think that this should be a lifestyle. You should be watchful over what God does, and you should detail it and give him thanks because it does set the stage for you to move forward in a in a heightened way so i speak blessing over the process that you're enjoying i speak blessing over what god has has done in in all of you and and i i also i look forward with great anticipation to what is is coming you know god is so good to us i i know the world seems dark there are a lot of things that don't make any sense to us as christians that are being embraced by society or on a governmental level you know we've got to we've got to look through the eyes of the lord because if you just like the Apostle Paul, if in this life only we had hope, we would be of all people most, most miserable. I don't want to be most miserable. How about you? <laughs> I want to rejoice in hope. And um, I believe that God has some great days ahead. Yeah, there'll be some challenging moments, but great, great days ahead for for all of us. And um it, it really is going to be established on the basis of thanksgiving. Partnering with God, applying this covenant journey that we're all in. And um, it's, it's going to be a great time as we move forward. Part of what we need to be, be uh, praising is how God is going to develop our ability to reach out in in more effective ways to take care of the needs of those who are hungry who are coming alongside we need the creativity of the Lord in this and I don't want to waste energy or resources on things that are that are not necessarily the best that God intends. Now, yeah, there are a lot of times where, as a pioneer, you're just taking, uh, you're taking the coast, you're you're breaking through, and then things are developed from there. 
but for the places where we've broken through already, may God direct us as to how to be effective to get the most out of, of what what we're we're wanting to do for him, what he's wanting us to do for him. I do want to just say a word to our Saints Network uh, to encourage you to continue to pray for our sister Pam Scott. Her husband Tom passed away uh, this past weekend and we certainly continue to pray uh, for the Lord to strengthen her and to guide her. Um, Look sometime in the next week for an obituary to be posted. And um, there, I'm sure, is occasion for you to offer your expressions of love and concern uh, for her. God's got a lot yet that he wants to accomplish through her. And this is as challenging as this moment is. It's not the end. It really serves as a as a stepping stone into, into the new. And so please be in prayer for her. And um, I know that that would be greatly appreciated. Well, God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in. And um, I really want to, again, express my thanks to our Heavenly Father for what He allowed us to share together over the past week. And I want to thank Him for all the things that He's done to bring us to this point. And I, I pray that we will derive full benefit from reflecting on how our God has guided us and been with us. He's never failed us. He's a good God, and it's a privilege to be his children, to say that he's our father, and to thank him for the calling of being saints. Till next time, walk in fellowship with our Father, give thanks, and we'll look forward to being together again soon. God bless you. Goodbye.